It's me again, your favorite podcast host of your favorite podcast, Babe. And I'm with someone you may remember from the past, a blast from the past. So far back. (laughs) Does feel like a while. It's been a while. It's been since January. It's Ed Drosty. A lot of 2019's whizzed on by. I know. We are now in April, the end of April. It's Earth Day. Like Coachella weekend two is over. It feels like... This year was like January was so slow and torturous. There were memes about it. Then all of a sudden God hit like the gas pedal and now we're here. He did. There's like been a universe troll of being like, oh, you didn't like time passing slow. Here's a three months that go by as quickly as a blink of the eye and see how you feel now. Well, I feel like the second flowers started blooming, that's when my life went into hyper gear forward (laughs) because I just... As you know, if you follow me, I'm a really big flower head. And so the second it like started with the super bloom and suddenly I feel like that was <laughs> yesterday. I like flew to Japan, <laughs> soaked up acres of cherry blossoms. I'm planting garden in a new garden in the back. I'm just a flower head like mania right now. You're and sp- every day just goes by so fast when there's flowers. <laughs> it's crazy. Your spring journey, My spring journey is real. has been very real and like very positive vibes. Positive. But sometimes it's hard when I'm having a hard time and I'm like, man, like I have this surgery coming up. I'm bummed. You're like, I have the best spring day of all time. My spring is on fire. And every day is like an amazing gift because spring. Look at this flower. Spring for me is this one of the best springs of my life. <laughs> I know. I, I made up some changes in my life, some life decisions. And I'm just really feeling the energy of Mother Nature and floral blooms. Don't matter how small or large make me go crazy they make me feel like i'm on drugs i and I, ca- I don't care i will shit on your parade with my flowers i went <laughs> to a super bloom in simi valley i didn't go to like the big one mm. that felt like kind of played so i found one that was next to a highway but still in like a nature park and it was the fun still going the super bloom is going hard. It's I don't even know if I think it's already like past the peak of played. It's just now like joyous. Yeah. I'd go again. I drove to Ojai on Friday for a little day trip and the super bloom was happening all along the drive. It was the most beautiful drive. And then you drive get into Ojai and roll down the windows and all the lemon trees and lemon groves are blooming. So you're just oh. blasted with I have lemon, a new lemon flower tree in my yard. And I should get an then orange tree. It's pixie season in Ojai. Oh, I read an article about that. Yeah, on Vogue. Me too. That's why I went to Ojai. <laughs> and so <laughs> I went and I got pixie flavored frozen yogurt. And then mm, I just like really? really lived my truth. I wore my crop. Pixies are like unique to Ojai, right? Yeah. They're like true pixie heads over there. I'm going to drive through Ojai this weekend. Maybe I'll stop and get some pics. Get some pixie flavored something. Pics of pixies. Yeah. I don't know where you take... I don't know where they are Are there located. pixies to go? There's... Or do you have to dine in for the pixies? I just got a pixie-flavored Froyo handmade. You didn't even get the fruit. You just were like, I want the no, flavor I want, of it like, in the Froyo. Yeah. Because it is the fruit. Right. I just needed like a sweet treat. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So I'm a bloom head. If I'm anyone a... has any blooms they want to recommend to me, please feel free to let me know. Yeah. I've really gotten this. I was not really fully understanding like spring vibes. I think because my spring was 
slightly plagued by like a colorectal surgery so that really puts a damper and a few other things on bloom life and so this past weekend though oh i ignited my bloom head and now i'm full i felt the spring fever and i've also really leaned into like my plants and like outside area as you saw when you arrived Lars Marie's palace has turned into a true green thumb explosion. There's probably about like 50 potted plants outside. There's a lot of potted plants. And, and they're I, gorgeous. And I they're have like healthy. my little Ikea couch that I put together myself. And I just sit out there on the computer. And with do, your, what's that rock called? With my obsidian. And yeah. It's Shout pretty... out to Salt and Sea where here's a hot tip. If you're in the market for obsidian, you can drive out to Salton Sea, go drive along the disgusting shoreline <laughs> until you get to a point called like Obsidian God. Butte. And then there's just tons of obsidian that you can harvest. You can just you drag just grab chunks, it, grab it and run. You just grab that. There's so much. Yeah. I have two little chunks there. Oh, you just grab obsidian and go. Yeah. An obsidian grab bag. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to the salts. It's pretty How chill. How does it feel back there? It's pretty scary. Like Did you I was go not to the as, weird dive bar. Yeah, I was not as charmed. Me. I wasn't as charmed as the first time around. Were the I was actually like, get me out of here. I don't like sketchy. it here. I think once you've reached, it's almost like a cartoon level of sketchy where you can't believe it's real. Yeah, because we also went to Slab City, which I talked about on another podcast episode. But that is a place is a DNR. Like. For me, it's like, I used to think that those places were really funny. No, it's like... I remember you were like, lol, this is cute. Like five years ago when we went, four years ago. Yeah, but then I had a real financial troll and got like so broke that now when I see those places, I'm like, if I fucked up, I could end up at one of these places. So it's no longer a lol to me. (laughs) I just, I thought you meant the religious monument. I was like, if you fuck up, you're going to build a religious monument. No, (laughs) behind the religious monument is a... Just like a free rain trailer park, kind of? trailer park, not even a trailer park. It's like some trailers are there, but it's mostly just like Shots. a lawless community of like, like tents and Max. blankets where you can live in Slab City. And you like there's Reddit communities and Facebook groups, but people have said they've been like hunted there by the Slab City locals. Hunted? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's a documentary about like the that bombay beach area that i really want to watch it's a real intense vibe over there i know and it used to be really hysterical to me but now i my laws Do you know are what gone sounds like my literal nightmare is to like roll up to slab city like lawless land and then like smoke the most intense weed of my life and get super paranoid that sounds like hell yeah and also you'd get really thirsty because there's no water yeah when i walked into or take, the, like a bad mushroom trip we walked like, into the <laughs> We walked into the bookstore, and the bookstore was run by a woman with dreads named Cornelius. And we were I love that one she of our friends had brought books to like donate, and Cornelius was like, "We're not taking any new books." And it was like, "That's weird, since this is like the library." But anyways, and then she like looked over the books and was like, "Okay, I'll take them." And then Cornelius is doing you a favor. Cornelius was like. <laughs> That's our wish list over there. If you guys have anything to donate, you know about wish list. And the first thing on their wish list was water. Oh, and I was like, oh, well, yeah. But also, if you are living out in the desert, 
I mean, that's just not the place. It just is doesn't there not add up. Running water? No. It's just like but in Bombay there is. In Bombay there is. There's got even though Bombay is pretty. I I truly actually have never seen anywhere in the states that looks like that area. Yeah, it's definitely a great one time visit just to see, and then you're pretty good after that. It's just like no, it has a vibe that's like pretty it's Chernobyl. Yeah, it feels post-nuclear that's a really good way to put it yeah i think it's not even like it was like a man-made it's not a slum vibe it's a truly like nothing survives yeah but yet something does Mm -hmm. like are there like dogs mutant dogs running around and stuff i didn't see any animals dead fish lots of dead fish the sunsets are pretty they are really pretty though so i guess that makes up for the fact that the smell really bad still pretty bad the waves are like frothy and brown. Mm, does anyone swim in that anymore? No, I don't. I don't think that that's like safe for your. No, skin. I know, but I just, you, know, you never know. Someone's always bold. I know. Um, it's like polar bear club. It's like it's so cold. It's like it's so toxic. Let's do it. Ah! Would you rather go? <laughs> would you rather live in Slab City mm-hmm. and trip mushrooms for a week? Oh my god! Or have to go to a Grateful Dead show every night for a week. Four hours a night. Okay. Mushroom trip for a week anywhere sounds like hell. Let alone Sub City. Where like I start thinking that like my life's over. You would get hunted. Yeah, I'd get hunted. They would hunt you. I wouldn't be able to defend myself. No. Just be like, fine, kill me. Put me out of my misery. I give up. It's fine. And like this trip is really bad. Just ended it early. End it all. Ended on a Tuesday. I don't want to stay till Sunday. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's Earth Day. It is. Which feels like a good day to have you here to celebrate spring. I am. Yes, it is. There was a pink moon on Friday. That was like Love the full that. moon. Didn't really notice that, but I should have. I super noticed it because the moon was huge on the drive back from Ojai. Love. And did you have a moon roof? Yeah, we did have a moon roof. <sighs> and we were in a Volkswagen. Uh, it was so literally, it was the, literally pink the, moon the pink moon commercial. commercial. I was, I, <laughs> my brain went there. Your brain went there. We went together. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. So. I lo- Yeah, I'm celebrating spring and I don't want it to end. Because I'm literally euphoric on my spring journey. I know. And I'm not super excited for like a hot, dank mm, summer. I'm not ready for like heat that's so hot that it just blows street dust in your face. Like yeah. Like an, an exhaust. Like. But I feel like LA is now having seasons because of climate change. I don't know. I think I've talked to my friends that are from LA and they said this winter is a normal winter. The drought was the climate change. They were like, it's normal for LA to have rainy winters 
back in the day, that was a normal thing. Yeah, I remember there was like when I first moved to I think it was like 2009 winter was like a super rainy winter and I was like loving it. And then it just it. kind of droughted out from then on. And then now it's back to like a rain vibe and then a I super spring vibe. Rain. I need it. I yeah. didn't realize how much I needed like a rainy moment. Everyone needs rain. I know. I guess so. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Wow. <laughs> we, I was just remembering Earth Day this morning because. And because everyone's talking about it, you know, it's like save the earth. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's not something to joke about. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? I, You're canceled sorry. for that. I know. You get off the pod. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but I was remembering that my first memory of Earth Day was this crazy concert that I went to in Foxborough Stadium for you, Boston babes. Um, it's really random. Foxborough, but it's a stadium, and it was. Let me read you the lineup. Yeah, it's made. read it. I remember it was raining and cold, and I was super tie tie. How old were you? I was like thirteen. Amazing. Um, it was headlined by Midnight Oil, Steve Miller Band, The Kinks. Oh, love that. I don't love. know who John Trudell and the Graffiti Man are. Then Yasun and Dower, who I know, but I can't pronounce the name. Indoor Girls and Mary Chapin Carpenter and Joan Baez. Wow. Bruce Cockburn. Fishbone and Violent Femmes. Violent Femmes was my favorite at the time. So it was actually like the lowest on the list, which is crazy to me. What a lineup. It was a lineup. I love Steve Miller Band. Yeah, I think I enjoyed that. I don't really remember. I just remember vividly Fishbone and Violent Femmes. Steve Miller Band played at the Oklahoma City Zoo Amphitheater, which is where I first like went, got heady and went to concerts as a teen. And... That was the first concert I went to when I learned to drive after I like learned to drive and I like piled all my friends in my car and we just like went to Steve Miller band and got faded as fuck. Love. Yeah. The first night I got my license, my car got towed. <laughs> Ball. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> I literally was like, oh my God, it's time. I picked up my friend Mo, shirt from Missouri. <laughs> And we were like, let's go to some Dunkin' Donuts and smoke cigs and get a coffee. We parked in a little like back lot, came back 30 minutes later, it was towed. <laughs> it's a real troll. Then had a full blown, long, long public transport moment to get to the lot, paid a lot of money. And then I owed Mo a lot of money for a few weeks until it could pay it off. Damn. My car has thankfully never been towed. That was the only time my car's. No, that's a lie. Yeah, I knew that was wait, 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 a hold lie. On. Hold on. You seem like a car tow multiple no. times kind of person. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. It's not toad, a judgment. Towed against me or towed because of a breakdown? Towed. Just, I don't know. Because breakdown's okay. Like, I used to have a lot of lemon cars growing up. because Yeah, buy, like, a breakdown cars. is different, but then, no, like, a I parking. I have an illegally. It's my only illegal. Really? You're, mm-hmm. You learned your lesson. I did. You I learned actually, the hard way. knock on wood, don't get a ton of tickets. I'm pretty good. Or speeding ticks. I had my one. This winter was a troll, but I feel like a change came with the pink moon. And now things are looking up, except I did get a second degree burn yesterday. Oh, my God. So that was like a light reminder that a troll can come at any time. You guys. Just when I think I'm out of the troll. We were ready to record. <laughs> this, Yeah, this is our second try. Attempt, yeah. we. She came all the way to my house. We were lolling. And then she was like. Do you have any ice? I was like, do you want anything? Do you, do you have any iced tea? And I was like, I do have a lot of tea. Let's make tea. And we have these little... Con- the cold brew. cold brew containers. Yeah, which I got. Someone got it for me off the wish list. So I've made a lot of my own like 
iced coffee and stuff and like cold brew. And so you had two of them and we just went to town on like some loose leaf blends. Yeah, we, we got making really creative. Yeah. We were making our own blends. And I was, was like, like apricot black tea with a ginger peach combo on top. Yeah. It was really eclectic and like yum town. A yum town tea time. And the story is actually insane. We then <laughs> I was like, oh, well, what sucks is like it's cold brew, so we have to wait hours for this tea to brew. And you were like, "No, we'll just activate it." No, that's and what you're supposed to do. So you boil water and then pour it into, into this, this device, and you're supposed to like move it upside down a couple of times, and then pour the ice in after mm-hmm. it's brewed, and then shake it and leave it in the fridge. Yeah. So I did that. And then the steam from inside, and I've done this before, so it didn't happen before, but I don't know whether the cap's too hot. No, but I think the dishwasher wear on it has like maybe like worn the seal not perfect or something. Uh Uh-huh. And it like steamed through and like spat hot water on me. And I was like, oh my God. And then we all were like, wow, close call. We were like, whoa, that was crazy. Are you okay? And you were like, I'm fine. And then I, for some (laughs) reason, thought that Ed had like just that everything was fine, but he had unscrewed the cap of the cold brew container and that's why it spat. So I was like, this won't happen. You love to that. Me. I was so dumb. You're like, I'm just going to open piping hot water and just like shake it on me. Yeah. You thought that's what I did. Well, I You're thought like, that, that's silly. No, I thought that it was like you had shaken it and then it, you uprighted it and then unscrewed to add the ice in and that's when it sprayed you. Oh, no, I added it. Because uh, I wasn't pre-ice. really paying attention until the spray. And then I was like more concerned about your health and well-being than like mm-hmm. the tea element and how it happened. But I just thought like silly, like that won't happen to me. So then I poured boiling hot water into my cold I did yeah did exactly the same thing (laughs) turned it over to shake it and it sprayed explosive boiling water onto my leg which I was wearing like spandex bike shorts which just held the hot water onto (laughs) the crease of like my thigh and groin and then I was like ah and like tried to pull them off in time, but it didn't work. It like stresses me out thinking about it. And I know. I'm the one experiencing it. And then I got a blister burn literally really like bad. on my groin. But you know what the good news is? Is it is, gone? No. <laughs> like the good news is I just have healing powers. You might. I got a lot of like first aid stuff at CVS and it's actually like way better today because I iced it right away. I've also been through this type of burn before with ramen, with ramen when I was like 19. So You've learned a lesson. I've kind of <laughs> maybe not. maybe not because I did the exact same thing as you. Anyways, now I have like a little second degree burn. I'm like oh, a Nexium really... member now. The whole pod. I, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. We were sort of in limbo. She was in pain. We were scrambling for ointments. Simon went out into the street and found an aloe plant. But it there was smelled... like all hands on deck. Yeah, to heal the situation. But then finally, it was just too far gone yeah it was just like i don't know where the laws are gonna be plus with a i just we then thought of a new torture which is wearing something like your your shorts except like maybe like make it a little more intense like a wetsuit that like just keeps water on you yeah and then like not boiling water but like just right before boiling like dunking someone quickly and then pulling them out and letting it like seep onto them it's like a new waterboarding yeah that's a really good water torture yeah it's just like burns on like a really intense long lasting lingering feeling yeah because it's not necessarily the hot water that i mean it is the hot water that burns you but what really makes the burn prolonged prolonged is if 
you have like a fabric that wicks the water and holds it onto your leg, which is what had happened to me. I was wearing about 10 years ago. Exactly. Maybe it was my 10 year anniversary. Wow. Or maybe like a 15 year anniversary. Yeah, I was about to be like, wait, no, it wouldn't have been. It would have been like 2004. Anyways. (sighs) 25. That's a good one. (sighs) Your golden anniversary. My golden anniversary (laughs) from the ramen burn. (laughs) You just had to celebrate it somehow. I know. Was so it now spring I got break in. back then. I wasn't remember? on spring break. I was just like living at my dad's, like post boarding school, uh, just like trying to make ramen. Yeah, you were just like, and like ever. bring it up into my room so that I could eat it in my room. Just be away from everyone. Yeah, I'm just like fuck off. Just like a late night, like, super sodium packed snack. This also brought me. We had a, we continued the conversation just about like food and everything when you left. And we were, I was, we were hard, we were talking about how ramen is the number one salt bomb that we could, none of us could think of anything with more salt other yeah. than eating salt. That's a huge salt like, bomb. I often, when I have like ramen, my fingers don't want to like, I can't even like fist that well because, well, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame to hear. I meant make a fist. <laughs> It becomes really difficult so for me to fist. fist. I have to you know, put off fisting for 24 hours. <laughs> here's a hot fisting tip. Don't, don't eat ramen don't ahead of ramen. time. If you're the fister or the fistie, it's best Not to good. avoid ramen. Yeah. Yeah. Please. To make the best possible please, fist. Please take note. <laughs> I really want everyone to have premium fisting experiences. Well, maybe actually if you eat ramen, since a fist fisting, it's... A kind of a misnomer because you don't actually make a fist and like punch it in there. No, you, you start make with like the fingers. You just make a which, finger. And FYI, then, not that I'm shaming anyone that's into fisting. I love. I've not done it, but I've seen that that's how you do it. But then eventually, when you get pro, it does turn into a fist. I think. Oh, okay. I you think upgrade. like eventually, that's like the final frontier. So then you go from fingers into. Fist. I have to be honest, and since we're on this topic, this yeah. is bringing up another thought. That I, and you know, I, lately I really want to be honest. About yeah, things. you're all about my honesty. thing to say is if I can be honest, <laughs> or I just have to be honest about this. I love that. Like I have to come clean. I like you coming clean. I love honesty. I think honesty is the best policy. Yeah, I, I have totally to be honest agree. about this. Yeah, what? It, what's your I truth? don't sex shame fisting, and I'm really supportive of everyone into it. But I truly don't understand. I just feel like eventually, because I've seen vids, like that area gets like extremely prolapsed and like loose. And then I'm like, then I start wondering, how do you wipe or like keep things under control? Maybe it can, but it doesn't happen to everyone. Early in the early 2000s, like pre a lot of apps, there was like a thing that like went like early days viral, at least amongst my group of friends, where that we found someone found a man that like his sexual kink was to make molds of animals dicks and then like sit on them and like so you could do like a rhino dick and then you do like an elephant dick and he would like walrus i remember walrus was one that was like really wild that's kind of artsy it was pretty artsy that's he, cool when you see it it didn't feel that artsy at the time it just felt kind what of what did like, he make them and like into like, like silicone dildos or something. Or something? yeah like but they were pretty like firm pretty big. I, i've tried to find it again because it's so fascinating and terrifying but i just remember it was Wow, like his asshole. No, I mean, wow, yay. Hats off to being able to take that Mm -hmm. because it's like we're talking the size of like a mid sized dog basically going in him. And Shiba Inu, we've been talking a lot about Shibas lately. I love 
I have nothing but respect for people. That but can- when he would then get off of the apparatus, it was a flappy. Like, I, I just was like, I don't understand how you walk around with that. It was like Maybe lips. Give some time to heal, and then I don't know. Like, how, that's a journey. lot. I think when there's some damage that can't be undone unless you get some sort of surgery to like retighten. If anyone knows, please anonymously just email. Yeah, because that's something that I'd love some insider info about. And I don't feel like Googling because it just came to mind right now. Yeah. I tried fisting once, but I not I, I was the fister in the situation. Mm. Oh, I know who. And it was not my favorite thing that I've done. How I was far did you make it? Happy to try one time. I made it like here. I made to it the to the knuckles. Wow. But then I was just like, this I don't feel like I'm equipped and have enough knowledge to really continue this journey. Did you trim your nails? I think they were pretty short anyways. Like my Did nails the are never really enjoy? long. He was really into it, but, and wanted more, like wanted me to get Keep really going. in there. And I just didn't feel comfortable. Get to I, the wrist. That's I didn't want to get to the wrist. <laughs> I did. I felt like, I, I felt like that would be best performed by like a medical professional or like a fisting Get to the pro. wrist is truly when things get there, I guess. Yeah. Plus I was just How like much feeling you, you things didn't lube, I didn't. Did you? It's like cream or something, right? Oh, I used lube. It's just lube? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> when in dry. No, I used like, I we lubed up. I mean, I guess a pro fister can just handle anything. Just naturally lube. It was exciting. It was exciting at the time. It was like a frontier. He was wearing my underwear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I literally forgot all those details. Like I knew them at one point and then forgot. So I'm glad that you're brushing me up on this chapter again. I had bought like crotchless and assless like panties. And he was like, I want to put those on now. And when he saw them, he was like, I want to wear those. Yeah, he loves that. (laughs) Loved that, which I love too. Yeah. I love like a cross-dress like lingerie moment. And then I was like, please, by all means. I really wish you could get him on the pod to talk about this. TBD if he'd be really willing to do that. He's like a professional. Like he is like a professional But his voice is like, I don't think like millions would know it, you know? No, no one would know. Yeah. But like. Except for like a couple close friends. (laughs) A couple close friends. And then like, what if his coworkers listen to it or like people that work under him? You could do like a little voice disguiser. That would be chic, actually. That would be chic. And we could talk all about my... You should do that. Yeah. Let's look into the cost of a voice disguiser app. Well, if you want to read, I interviewed him for um, for Mel about pegging. And like we talked all about that because he was kind of my like foray into that world, which is great. A world that I loved. Did you ever use a dub-sided dildo with him? Uh, like when no. you were pegging him, did the other side of the pegging apparatus go in you? They yeah. have those, right? That, well, oh, it, so was it, was gla- like a- it was a glass. It was really chic, like glass with like kind of like a ball on one side and then like a, a glass to, like, hold on to that you your, hold on to with your vagina. Kind of? Okay. And then it's like you kind of have a dick, but it also is like hitting the G spot. What if it's just like two full dicks? That would on be both great. Sides? I mean, I'm I'd sure be that in. Exists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did I just come up with a major idea? Did I just come up with like a huge Kickstarter? You just invented oh something. God, I'm going to make literally millions with this. Double-sided dildo. You better go out oh and my God, trademark it right, right now. now. Fuck. <laughs> Are you guys in? I love it. Raise this. the money. Wait, I should make a double-sided obsidian dildo. Yeah, that would be really chic. I can just get the free material at Slab City. Yeah, you go out to... 
salt and sea yeah harvest a ton of obsidian yeah just like back up a truck and dig out as much as you can take just, it to a, a factory or somewhere just be like someone who does that for cheap just I was trying to find like obsidian carvers because I was like, I would love to have this obsidian like carved into different things, but that feels like a long and If anyone knows any obsidian moment. carvers, please email, what is it? Babe, Babe at, podcast babe at gmail.com. At gmail.com. And also any fisting information. Yeah. And also like if you ever were at like Foxborough Stadium in the Boston area, I want to know about that too. Okay. Oh, and also plant information. If anyone knows like really beautiful <laughs> plants that don't need like a ton of water, but can have some water, like you don't, I won't ignore them, but I can't have like an every morning, like walk up the hill and like look for the plant. Or like, sprinklers. Are you, okay? you going to do sprinklers? Maybe. I don't like, I try to use like not like, you know, not super water, you know, I don't yeah. want like. You maybe. don't love like a long, like a lot of well, water. Well, I just don't like using a lot of water and I don't. This is really it's this Earth is Day, tough. Okay? Yeah, it's Earth Day. My my honesty, since it's Earth Day and we're deciding so you to want be a honest. Really water drenched garden. Is I love using you want an English rose garden. Tons of water. <laughs> you do. That's Your showers truth. are literally half an hour long. I love it. You love to just let it just like flow, flow, flow. Like just gallons my, and gallons just go. My shower journey, like if I had, if I got to just live my one purest shower truth, it would be like a 20 to 30 minute shower every you day. You live that truth when you stay with me. It's, it's like 20. <laughs> yeah, I actually did. You did. You're like, not my water bill. And you're like, la, la, la. I wasn't like, not my water bill. But like, I don't, I live in an apartment where the water is all paid for. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't pay that utility. And also, I think someone has set my heater, my water heater for my apartment doesn't last very long. So my showers have to be like 10 minutes or less because then the water starts getting cold, which is actually smart of whoever did that. Because if I had you literally with free like create rain, a new drought for California. Yeah. And that's we're just finally like, done with the drought. We're not done. No, it's, I just read, Is it like, really I'm, done? They said they finally declared it not a drought right now. Right we're not now. in a drought right now. I know, but we're like, people are like, the drought's done. And I'm like, babe, the no, drought is never done. It can always come back. It's just at the moment, we're not in the drought. That's nice. So don't bring it back. I'm just, <laughs> look, I like have never liked to be reined in with a shower. My showers are pretty quick, huh? You shower in one minute <laughs> or less. Literally. I don't know how you do it. Sometimes 90 seconds. Do you just go... Is your no? ML- my showers are about three to five minutes. No, not even five. Three, no, not three five. Three. I timed you once. I think it was two minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah. Do you just go? <laughs> I go in my wa- my hot water at my house goes it's, on instantly. Yeah. Like it's so fast that if you don't temper it with cold water, it burns. So immediately it comes on. You're at the perfect temperature because I know how to dial it in fast. Mm-hmm. The pressure is good. I lather up with my Durga Rose Atlantic body wash, which I love. Then let it rinse. Then I just do a quick shampoo and I let the shampoo sit for a moment and do a face scrub kind of thing. Whoa. Wash that off, rinse the shampoo off and then put some conditioner and then do a light rinse on the conditioner because I like a little leave in and then I'm done. That's a really crazy lineup. Why? Because I do shampoo first, Mm. then conditioner, 
then comb all conditioner through my hair to make sure it's totally detangled and spread out. Yeah, I don't then rinse conditioner. Then face wash. Hmm. Then body wash last. So I can wash any remaining like soaps or conditions off of my body. Mm. Hmm. That's strange. For me, I like to combine things so that I'm not using a lot of water. Like I don't pee, I don't flush with pee. I like to save. Yeah. Like Earth Day. Every day is Earth Day at my house. I'm a big flusher and I love a shower. I try mm. and limit my carbon footprint in other ways, but mm. my water, my choice. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Your message on Earth Day is really powerful. <laughs> <laughs> my message is this Earth Day, do you. Yeah, this truly the best message. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. My water, my choice. My birthday edition of Babe. (laughs) Like, wow. I love that. You're just bold and free. I just am like living in Earth Day truth. You really are. Earth Day is about being honest about your consumption. Let's not posture. I'm not. I'm not here posturing. To, you know, not my house is filled with toilets of pee. You I know, know that. your house is filled with toilets of pee. You also really love to save by not having any toilet paper available. No, that's not true. Sometimes you do, but more often than not, you've gotten better about it. But it still is like there's a search involved. Sometimes, 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 then paper towel has to come into you play, which I don't love. love. I don't love that. I hate the paper towel coming no. into play. I hate no. anything you have to wipe and then throw in the trash. I'm about saving the earth and water. I'm about like no littering. I know that probably people are grossed out by leaving pee in the toilet, but like it's honestly the best way to do it, everyone. That's like fine. I just never remembered it. If do it gets that. too dark after multiple people's pee, then it smells and I flush. Yeah. So I, I have a limit. You have a smell threshold. Yeah. Or like a color. Like if it's like, too many dehydrated peas on top of each other. Just, it's gross. Yeah. I don't like that. This Earth Day, I'm just trying to drink a lot of water. Or an asparagus pea. Yeah, an asparagus pea. It's an immediate flush. flush. You have to. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Bringing it back to flowers, though, we both agreed yesterday that we love the smell of roses. Yeah. Which really is I love a rose into my grandma's scent. sensibility. My, like, signature scent right now is Savage Rose by Anine Bing. And it's the best rose smell. It's se- it's sexy grandma, which is what I want to smell like 24-7. Classic grandma is tea rose. Yeah. Tea rose, it reminds me of my grandma, and it's too, it's too much for me. I can't do that. I don't actually like that, actually. I like a sexy grandma mm. where it's like, ooh, mm. But then, like, respect. I like a kind of fresh, lightweight rose. Mm-hmm. You know, you smelled mine. Yeah. Rose Atlantic. I put it on top of this really nice citrus blend from a company called 1969. The scent is called Capri. So what I do is I douse some Capri and then I have this roll-on Rose Atlantic, which I just dab on top. So you get like a little bit of rose, but it's not me like really diving into the rose. Yeah. Which is a little hard for a lot of men to do. I think it's still like taboo to really go deep into rose. I think more men should go into rose. I do too. I think more men I'm should pushing wear the envelope. women's underwear and then go into like a rose vibe. I won't even wear tidy whities so there's no way I'm going to wear women's underwear. I need a boxer. You would never full. even just try for like one sexy moment. If Of course I would try. Yeah. Do you want to give me a pair? No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I probably could. Right? Because when I had my surgery, my mom gave me, she like 
bought a lot of like jockey like grandma panties Mm -hmm. in preparation should we take a picture for premium subscribers only (laughs) of you in this underwear yeah she was like, what size jockey are you? Because they size them like two, four, six, eight, which I thought was wild because I'm used to just small, medium, large when it comes to undies. So I was like, I'm a size eight. And she came and this underwear is literally huge. It's like it's the baggiest. It's like so baggy. And we were just laughing. because I like was like fanny, like giant fanny style. It's kind of. It's a high waist. But that's not fun. Like I want to like put on like something sleek. And I know. You silky. want like a Calvin Klein vibe or something. I don't know. Not sure. But these underwear are just like true, like, it's not even like Sex in the City when Carrie would wear like men's Calvin Klein underwear that was cute and sexy because it was like kind of baggy. It's just like, it's categorically like unsexy, but I still wear them to sleep. And it was great, like post surgery when you have like a gauze moment happening. But it'd be good for you right now with the blisters. Like not too much friction and like loose. yeah, I wore them sleeping last night. Didn't hurt. The blisters are doing okay. The burn that. is okay. Um, but yeah, Linda really killed it on the panty game. Should I get into panties? I think so. I don't know whether Simon's into that, but we can just find. There's only one way to find out, and that's just to like, without telling him, just like take off my pants, <laughs> bed, like roll into bed with some women's panties on, <laughs> pretend like no big deal. I'm not even saying anything until he says something. I'm like, what? I think he would Are like you it. Me? I think he would like then it. And I can, if he's even surprised for a second, I can flip it on him for being insensitive and like, you know, kink shaming. That sounds really unsexy. I love a shame moment. Just I immediately shame anyone that does anything wrong for half a second. Think he would be like, and then like, like, no, he would just immediately start laughing. I think it's good. I'm realizing now that I love it when men wear, like panties or like tight underwear in like a sexual situation like day to day if they like want boxers or whatever briefs i'm like okay do you i want like a doily fringe but i've had like most of the guys i've dated i've been like please wear this like jock strap or like colorful panty of some sort or the best the best truly has been when a man asked to just wear my underwear Hmm. and that was like the that was my favorite moment i need to get more adventurous with underwear yeah we all do i've never even worn a jock strap isn't that crazy just try it isn't that that one where you're just full ass is exposed yeah your ass it's just is like exposed, that, that elastic band it. over the elastic band kind of holds it in and then your dick and balls are all just like, like crunched in a up bundle. in like a mini bundle yeah a bundle for me <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> in a huge bundle. Huge horse bundle in the front. <laughs> a wheelbarrow full of... <laughs> Men in women's underwear is great. I would love to see a man wear a bra. Honestly, that is really that hot That just seems wildly uncomfortable to me. Well, guess what? We do it every day. No, I'm not asking you to do it. I know, but sometimes you just kind of feel like you have to. Yeah, it hurts or something, right? Well, not for me because I have like very, yeah, I wouldn't, I couldn't really go running with like, just like a small, imagine like a small jiggle, like on your chest. If your chest just like jiggled really hard, it would like not feel good. Mm -mm. Um, but yeah, I think like a man in like a soft, like triangle style bra with like lace and then like crotchless assless panties is like a really hot, like, I feel like it's really hot. I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like making a mental note to watch that kind like, of porn. Get onto the apps and like make that known. Yeah, 
I think there's like a new kink app too, like a dating. Oops. I just burped. She's backing yeah. away. Can you smell it? <laughs> no, but okay, I just, good. when you did the waving, yeah. Yeah, I knew I that it was a toxic. It was a coffee burp. Great. Anyways, I'm human. <laughs> <laughs> I love Should I lead that. on Bumble? I'm like, human. I'm human. Deal with it. I'm sorry. I'm human. Bumble or hinge or whatever i don't know there's there's some new ones that i've heard about that i can't remember yeah i'm like slowly dipping my toe back into the pool you like to take like a couple years i've taken a year now and that's been too much i was a long time it was too like, much. I'm, slow. I'm like it's been pretty slow like, no it's been really slow and like i had this realization yesterday when i saw like the last guy that i'd had sex with which was pretty much like a year ago i saw him this past weekend and i was just like uh, it like hit me when I was like, oh my God, it's like been a year. And like, this is the last person I fucked. And I was like, it's time to upgrade Shane Hall's. Not even upgrade, it's just time to like utilize. Well, upgrade is just like, is a utilize oh, okay. for me. It's time to use what Anything God gave you. Other than zero is Celebrate Earth Day by having sex. That's a great way to celebrate Earth Day. <laughs> Please. It does not hurt the environment. No, it's literally good for the environment. Have you ever had sex in nature? Oh, yeah. I love. I love. I went camping. Against a tree over a little like wooden like wooden bridge over a little babbling stream. That's With really the risk nice. of another hiker coming along. Oh, yeah. I love um, the risk factor risk. of like a, either a family coming around the end. <laughs> Or another hiker. A family. I love the rest of the children coming. I like to hear their giggling in the distance. <laughs> I had sex like overlooking like a gorge on a rock. I love that. I have not like, I don't think I've done it like, on, I know I've done it on a rock. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. And then on another Usually rock. it's like involves like standing on the rock, not like lying down. On it was a rock. stand against then a lie on. Mm. And then like he lies on. I am on top, but that was like sex on a hill next to a hot spring. What are some fun spots you've had sex? Me? Yeah, like risky taboo. That, I think out in nature is like the ultimate. I once had sex in the bathroom at a church. That's kind of risky. I love that. Yeah. I would be... In, In like northern italy it was pretty wild whoa yeah and someone knocked i remember when you had the sex you texted me about it i was like wow (laughs) i don't know if i need to do it again but it was pretty fun one time is enough for that that one was fine i prefer nature i i like an impulse i love like a sneaking off during a party and fucking in the bathroom i've done that at bars a ton yeah i've never done that in a bar I have. But I would look for, I would be into doing that. Yeah. Actually, maybe not. I don't know. I've done some pretty wild things in gay bar bathrooms. Yeah. I like These are over, but yeah. they were fun. I like a sneak off, like, where is Lara? And then no, you're just she getting must like, be sleepy. Where is she? I know. Where is she? I haven't seen her in a while. And I'm just, you're just getting like plowed silently in the bathroom. Silently. Well, you're, you're not going to scream. Like, well, it's a party. Well, yeah, but you're not like, like, Do you scream like that? No, but I mean, I feel like I have sometimes. I love. Are you shaming me? I'm yeah. only human. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Fuck. Problem Where else has been a good like sex? One zone. thing I can't understand, and I don't think it happens anymore because of like terrorism, is airplane bathrooms. But like, I actually don't understand how you can like fit two people and like. I mean, you can do it. 
but it just seems so uncomfortable and dirty and sticky and gnarly. The Mile High Club to me has always been a mystery. Yeah. I don't see how I could fit another person in there. I can barely stand up straight in those things. Yeah. And it just seems like every... I don't see there being a way to like do it undetected even. Mm-hmm. Like wh- whether a flight attendant or someone no. else... Well. I guess back in the day, you could have. I don't know. Were people just, like, not paying attention? I, well, I think less so, yeah. I, I mean, I guess know. you On could those give... long flights over, like, an ocean, whenever even the stewardesses and stewards oh, yeah. are, like, kind of, like, mellowing off somewhere, you can kind of get... You could do it, but... I know someone once... This is really wild. I won't name names. Tell me. I'll tell you after who it was, but... Okay, yeah, but um, tell me. Die. Tell the story. This is... To me, this is like like a wow, hats off. Like I cannot imagine. I think this. I know what you story know you're going to tell, and I actually told you. No, okay. okay. Say wait. Say okay, it, so say mine's it. really good. Okay, okay then I. Okay, okay, okay. Then I have one for you. Okay. <laughs> so he was in college on the way to Europe. You know what it is. <laughs> um, and this is so wild to me. He like told me the story where he was just sitting. I don't remember if it was like window or aisle, but there was a girl sitting next to him and I guess they had one empty seat, but it was like in coach. And then like, she just like, I don't know. I don't really remember how it started, but it was a full blown stranger just blew him under a blanket in the seat. Wow. I can't really imagine that how that happens, but I guess it happens. That definitely. Yeah. A stranger. And then you just leave the plane. You're like, Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> like <laughs> so good things. to meet you. Have a great trip in Germany. <laughs> I would not want to blow anyone on an airplane. That sounds like hell to me. It sounds so uncomfortable. Unless the it's angles? like a private jet scenario. Right. And you have like a bed or like I've a gotten a VJ flat. and a gondola, a ski gondola, which I love. I love that. Yeah, I've never I also don't feel sexy on an airplane ever. Like I'm not no. ever tempted to be like I can get horny on an airplane, but I've never seen someone that I'm like, ooh. I know someone else that? that blew someone on an airplane. Gay? Yeah. This, I don't these know how straight, you like, This is a guy and a girl. Do you blow to completion? How did people know. not clock that? I guess when the light is super low at night on those long flights and people are mostly sleeping and it's sort of dark in the corners, you can. I guess you can kind of do it, I guess. Yeah. I would be... That's too much of I a I would do an factor. HJ. Yeah. I, I mean, harmless. I literally don't understand HJs. Like, I don't even know why anyone does them. Yeah. Just wildly uncomfortable for everyone involved. I've but. given a blowjob. I've done, like, road head to completion. Yeah. I've gotten head while driving and given head to someone while driving. That's a, a fun move. It's fun. It's really fun. I, th- I find that pretty hard with the completion. Oh, because I Because lo- it's, like, it's like the gas. And you're like, ah, woo. Like, I know. And they're like, oh. we were on the highway yeah, I don't, driving I don't from. I was on a windy, like, mountain road. Then I did a windy mountain road another time. I'm I didn't like, do a this highway. Da- people can pretty see. dangerous. Oh, I was in, like, a high up truck. Oh. Like I was moving from Chicago to to California, and so I I had a pickup truck that I had like rented, or no, my family, my dad had a pickup truck, like an extra one, and my mom drove it to like somewhere like Missouri, and then I flew to St. Louis, picked up the truck, and drove it back. Boyfriend of yours came because my boyfriend had a motorcycle, and he was moving Mm. as well, and so we needed the truck to like put his motorcycle on the back of, and then. When we got on the highway out on the open road, I was like, I'm blowing you. And then we did it. I was like, that was so fun. 
it is there's a thrill there's it's a not real something thrill. that i don't i'm like pretty strict i'm like pretty like just into like the nature vibe i love an impulse nature nature is really like you're just like great. hiking you're like i'm horny like let's do it now yeah spit <laughs> <laughs> if i can just be honest for a change Hey, you know what? Be honest. Just be honest. Live it's your Earth truth. Day. It's Earth Day. Live this it. is in honor of Earth Day. I'm going to be honest. Ed's going to be honest. I'm going to take like have, a really again, long nature. Hot I like to have sex in nature. Earth Day. It's all tied together. Bloom. Spring. And I want to have sex in nature. With a, like a hopefully like a long like letting a shower near you run for like ten minutes to warm up. No, I don't. I don't like a warm up. I want to be in it. But you just just to like hear the water going. But I love like any sort of like long shower after anything is like such a reward. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you know what I don't like? I don't like sex in the shower. I don't like sex in a pool. Water is not the lube that I like. I think I've had, I've had sex in a pool... It's like some a hot, hot tub. tub. That was fun, actually. It, it's like the friction's all off for me. It works. It'll get the job done, but it's not my ideal go-to. Yeah, it's not my. If I was given the like choice water. between nature, Simon loves water, and he's like he loves a shower moment. I'm just like it's too squeaky, like squeaky clean. Yeah, there's not enough like luby. It's like. <laughs> it's like <laughs> You want like <laughs> not <laughs> totally. You no, know? right, everyone. <laughs> I really hope everyone knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I, I know. think they do. Yeah, I think man or woman, they know what you're talking about. Yeah, like when things are like, or even non-binary. Even if, especially I think that- if, especially if you've soaped up, it's like forget it. Oh, I don't want a soap. Like it's like soapy, squeaky clean sex, like. <laughs> It's like scrubbing a countertop. Yeah. I want like, that's what's great kind of about shower sex if you're a woman is like you would you get natural naturally lube. wet. So yeah. you would have lube as well as like a water c- yeah. contingent. That's nice. Yeah. I can Component. Sorry. And I've then, had sex with a woman in water and it was totally different. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. I have a past. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. We could talk about that too. If you anyone wants to know about my straight past. You're so, I feel like you've shared that. Have I? I yeah. can't keep track of all the babe ups. I know. I think that you've shared about your straight I past. Know, yeah. Well water, sex with a woman and water is part of it. Yeah. Now I'm like, where can I go camping? Meet someone. Where's a location that you've been like dying to try out, but you just haven't pulled the plug yet? Like a sex location? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Like a truck stop? No. No. That scares me. (laughs) It's terrifying. Um, I feel like I've had sex in lots of places. Like. 
Do you want like a fear roller coaster moment with wild horses playing? That could be fun, but I just I don't love like that kind of vibe because I feel like you're introducing lots of like germs into the mix. Also, it's really like you're being shaken around already, so it's like you don't know where the, the fingers could be like suddenly hold on for dear life. Yeah, and also like you you're now have both touched things that thousands of other yeah. people have touched that same day, and then someone's gonna put those into your mm-hmm. vagina is like Fun. not for me. Reese liked it. I mean, that seems like a teenager thing to do, and then mm. you like wonder why you keep getting yeast infections. You're like, what the hell? You're like, uh, again? And then it's so like, weird. Why stop having roller coaster sex? <laughs> <laughs> Stop getting fingered in like public. You know those rides zones. where they spin you around so much and the floor drops. Mm-hmm. That would be major way to get like if fingered. This is like you start <laughs> you with the finger in and then you can't even pull the finger out. You're just like ah, and it's like the force of me spinning around so fast that you're just like oh. No, you know what you That's need to wild. do. You have to bring a dildo with you, and then you put it right at the <laughs> this opening. This is gonna be Cosmo sex. This, tips. It was a Cosmo sex. Was it? Tip. Well, you did this one? It was one on, that takes place on that kind of ride. But this is like you start with the dildo outside, and then the more and more it spins, the further inside it goes. That seems almost dangerous. Yeah, I think that could really it could go great. <laughs> but I want to really hear about it. So if anyone's done that. Please email. Yeah, I want to know like, the craziest place that you guys have had sex. Yeah. Because it seems like the older you get, there's like less crazy places to fuck. It's like nurseries. <laughs> <laughs> like the nursery it's like in pre-K. Like a hospital. No, it's like pre-K. <laughs> Kindergarten, yeah. bathroom. It's like so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Parent style. <laughs> it's like you're like kids best friends third grade birthday and you're like let's do it babe yeah i feel like that's what you have to do to keep things exciting when you're a parent yeah but i feel like also you probably just like don't want to have sex that often when you're a parent because you're just like true parents chime in chime in are you horny i have so many questions or not yeah (sighs) what's your what's on your kid radar these days like having one yeah hmm it's not like just feeling TBD. Yeah. Like I love kids, but I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's like one of those things that everyone's like, you just have to pull the plug and do mm-hmm. one. I'm not ready. Another's not at all Simon. So it's just like, why even? Yeah. But if I think about it, I'm like, yeah, it would be nice. But then I would want, well, this goes into another conversation, but I'd want to have a job that's not traveling. Mm-hmm. And, um, also, I guess part of my fear is that I want to like be able to do, I know you can't do whatever you want when you have a kid. That's quite the opposite. Yeah. But I want to like push that envelope as far as I can with <laughs> money with it. Mm-hmm. So I can just be like, don't worry, we can take the kid to like wherever. And like, we'll just, but it's like, I don't, I can't afford to have a kid right now. Yeah. It's expense. I'd yeah. rather like buy some plants. Mm-hmm. Plants are a great start. Yeah. They're really good. Such start. a good great training great for a human yeah especially like a low water plant where yeah. you don't really need to do that much for it that's a really good training like a snake plant yeah you just let it like i've once i've gotten about like 15 snake plants i think i'm ready for a kid i'm planting right now because i realized i was like i do want to have a kid but i also was like i'm fine to just like solo journey a kid like go like full insemination and just be like 
Just like doing single mom. Yeah. Single mom on the go. Potting single around. On the go. Like, Wait, I want to talk. Not to interrupt. Sorry, go on. But I'm taking a lot of stuff. I feel like my life is just naturally moving towards the moment that this happens. Like right. whenever it does happen. Because I'm also not going to like put a like age cap on it. Because there are lots of options out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right now is like my plant phase where I'm like getting lots of plants. You're getting so much experience. So much experience with just like watering and like checking on them. Then I'm going to get a pug. Which is which is basically a baby. Me, which is basically a baby if Within you think the next about it. two months you said. Probably. Yeah. Not a rescue. No. It's time to be truthful on Earth Day. <laughs> we talked about this yesterday wait you can be truthful too because you said you wouldn't get a rescue if i was getting like a little like french bulldog it's like hard to find like i don't know ed wants a french bulldog which is shocking to you know what i'm not i'm probably just gonna end up getting a mutt to be honest oh well now you're walking it back no i'm serious now you're walking it back in earth day territory (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious i think actually when push comes to shove if i just visit a couple pounds i will fall in love with the dog but I'm not getting one anytime soon. Yeah. I just like to talk about it publicly all the time. I obsessively. I'm gonna get a pug. And I'm gonna find the A premium breeder. A perfect pug, like a little sweetie pug with the cutest with face. The hugest carbon footprint pug. And a great little curly tail and no breathing problems. I'm gonna I love listen it. to the breathing. How are you gonna get that? You listen to their breathing. You like hold them up to your ear and listen. <laughs> i've been researching i've been doing a lot of pug research and it truly is just a matter of time before a pug has when are you gonna bite the bullet life. on this i'm thinking like around my 35th birthday can i come to the breeder yeah i mean or, i still have a, a lot of steps of to take i did sign up for a pug rescue that's on the off chance that you. they have Look so at i you. am keeping my options open i'm very open yeah I am being somewhat Earth Day about it. You're probably going to give that pug a long shower all the time. Like, a, just a long, luxurious. Oh, I would shower with the pug. <laughs> Me shower. And then you shower. So cutie. So I just love cute. all dogs, to I know. Honest. Dogs are really great. I didn't really get dogs until recently. Because if you're raised cat, you don't get them. Yeah, and we did have so one dog named Simon Biscuit. Too, now Simon's obsessed. Biscuit was just kind of not the best dog. He right. was a Bichon. We just I'm really never still were bummed able about my Shiba like, Inu realizations. Yeah, because you wanted a Shiba, and but they're but Shibas Nightmares. are like jerks. The public polling I did was not very positive outlook for Shibas for me. They were like everything about this dog is impossibly difficult, and it sheds like fifty pounds of hair every day. Yeah. Shibas aren't going to soothe me because I need a dog that's obsessed with me and really wants to please mm. me. And a pug okay. fits right into that descriptor. Pugs are As built- long as you give the pug a lot of food. You, know, you want to get a pug fat? You want not fat super fat. I want it to be chubby, but not like having a weight problem. Because I want it to live as long as possible. I So I'm going to get a pug- and then the pug is pugs are literally bred to please. Yeah. So they just want to snuggle. They just want to snuggle and they just like want you. But then they also like can sleep a lot and they don't require Love a that. ton of maintenance. They're like the snake plant of dogs. They're kind of like a cat dog in that way. And I've met, I really have not met a pug that's been like a dick. No. You know what I mean? I just have met a lot of pugs that smell really bad. Well, my pug is going to smell great. Oh, I can't wait. 
I can't wait to get it. Like, I can't wait tons. to see a pug running around this room, just being like, being like, and then like going outside into your little patio and like pooping. No, it won't poop out there. No. <laughs> I'm gonna housebreak the pug. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see you training a pug. I'm gonna I be want, a great. You should do dog a YouTube. Tank. You should do a YouTube series of you training a pug. Should like, I start a YouTube channel that's just me and my pug? Yes. <laughs> I think people would really like. That. I think it would hit all quadrants. Yeah. You get new fans. I'm ready to make my pug a star, and I'm also excited. I just got excited at the thought that I could buy it, like, nice pug beauty products. Like, Are there specific to bug, pug beauty products, like pug shampoo? Uh, I don't think so, but I would love to get, like, Aesop dog shampoo oh. or, like, just, like, really get into, like, how Spend to... Spend a lot. Really looking forward to pampering my pug. Right. Who actually just is you're pampering you yeah yeah but yeah like it's my self-care is to really pamper my pug and get in its folds with like a little (laughs) (laughs) q-tip i have to go to the gym soon you do we should do some reader mail oh yes everyone i hope this has been fun it's been fun for me i've missed being on babe everyone wants you on babe i do get a lot of like instagram dms from people about it i realize i've gained a lot of fans through you i just have to thank you for that thank you thanks to all those readers it's been almost a year since i first came on babe times have changed God, they really have. It's it has been almost a year. Transformative year. This might be like a, around the one year anniversary. Yeah. Okay. So last week I was talking about Kohl's as a store because mm. I don't understand it. I've never been in one. I don't really. Is it like kitchenware and like clothing? Exactly. Like what know. is it? We don't know. And the Olsen twins have shut down their line, Elizabeth and James, and are rebooting it as a line for Kohl's, which Love. really threw me. And then I'm just like trying to make sense of it. So a lot of readers weighed in on like what Kohl's is okay. so we can discover it and like understand it for ourselves. I feel like Kohl's is just like another target, but I might be wrong. I think you're kind of right, but then also there's some twists coming your way. I'm I'm curious whether Kohl's has like an electronics department. That's the thing for me that I'm not so sure about. Yeah. I feel like it's very like homeware, but I'm not sure. So here are the details okay, as far as Elizabeth and James is concerned. Oh, okay. From a reader. Their designers left and started the Sync Accept brand. Now, I can't remember the entire story, but here are some possible outcomes. One, Elizabeth and James sold and the designers saw what was in the works for the brand and left. The actual designers did the work and wanted to create their own brand or the label was rebranding closing because the designers left. I feel like it was a mix of all of it, but I know they were definitely changing the way the brand was priced and designed. The rebranding, I assume, is because they were bought out or closing. I don't know if the designers leaving happened before or after. The Kohl's version will be like a Target-style deal, or sadly, like an LC brand. Fact check me for sure, but I know the designers that were responsible for the contemporary brand parted ways. I don't fuck with Kohl's. It reminds me of a Ross dress for less, but I don't know. Maybe they have nice ones in random places in the country. I need to know what's at a Kohl's more though. Kohl's. I need to know like literally what departments they have, or is it just pure clothing? It's clothing. I feel like you can get a blender at a Kohl's, but I might be wrong. I think blender first, clothing second. It's a department store. Okay. So it's got it all. Yeah. It has everything. Does it have electronics? Bed and bath. 
Do you see a TV section? That's the huge part I want to know about. I don't think a TV. Oh, I think okay. it's a Target kind of. Well, Target has like a whole gaming like TV. home and furniture TVs. Oh, they have it. They, they have, have it. Everyone, everyone, they have it. Don't worry. Kohl's so got you. Kohl's. The, I think the big trick is that you can buy stuff, but then they give you Kohl's cash. So hmm. then they'll give you like a hundred bucks to go back to Kohl's and spend more. So they just keep Kohl's you cash. in the Kohl's universe that. with Kohl's cash. Kohl's but they needs have a better like logo brands. that like sticks in your mind more. Yeah, they really could use an, a total rebrand. Yeah, because it really does. It always read like Ross Dress for Less to me, and also just like when it's not memorable. I don't know what it is. And like I'm seeing, they have like Nike and Adidas and stuff. But anyways, so another reader writes in: Coles mm. equals scammers paradise. Ooh. Lara and Babe, in my prime babe years, 17 to 20, I worked as a Kohl's cashier. It was soul-crushing, consumerist, mindless torture. My job was mostly comp- mo- my job was mostly comprised of pressuring customers into applying for the Kohl's card, a ruse that only worked for those who had already awful credit, and giving incorrect change. I'm awful at math. <laughs> I, too, would be, like, really bad at giving change. I'm like any sort that. of subtraction or whatever. Really I would actually, no, I'd be good at giving the change because I love addition. But if I had to figure it out on my own, how much change is owed, oh. it would be a disaster because I'm bad at subtraction. Hmm. Are you good at both? Yeah. I've got a really fun technique. What's that like? What's your technique? I just think about it as an addition. Do you know what I mean? So it's like if you add something, then I think of like what the nearest one that's easy to double. Like, I, I, I'd have to like, you'd have to give me a formulation and then like ask me something quickly. So at $53 and 66 cents mm-hmm. minus $22 and 14 cents. So the 66 minus 14 is what I'm going to do first. And then six minus the t- six to two is four. And then two is 44. So you're at 44 cents. And then, um, what was it? 22 mm-hmm. and it was 66, 56, 56. So 22 is down to 54. 44, 34, 34, 44, $56.66 minus, wait, did you say 30? I need to see it on paper though. Now I can't remember. Was it 30? Yeah. Anyways, you guys got it. I got it. I think I did it wrong, but I'm great. Sounds like you're really good at math. (laughs) Well, you know what? When I don't have the number in front of me, it's just like this nebulous number that you throw at me. Yeah. And I lost, I lost interest as soon as I, and I haven't had my tummy tea yet. So I'm not thinking sharply. You need your tummy tea to feel sharp, to activate you. You basically have tummy tea at yourself when you're like, this is energy tea. That's what tummy tea is. I don't have energy tea. You do. Oh, I haven't used it yet. You pulled it out yesterday. It's all natch. It's all natch. So it's tummy tea. Hmm. Lots of things to think about. (laughs) I have so many stories I could tell about Coles, like the time I showed up to my 8 a.m. shift so hungover I puked in the trash can by the register, or the time a cu- customer called me a Nazi because he couldn't use his coupon for a gift card, but I digress. I'm here to tell you exactly how to scam Coles. Coles is at the forefront of giving customers everything they want way before everyone else. Part of our training was, yes, we can, in reference to presumably any question a customer asked us. You want a discount just because? Yes, we can. You want to return your vacuum that's five years old and clearly seen some shit? 
Yes, we can. We did this thing called an even exchange at the register, which was like if you bought something that was the wrong size, you could just exchange it at the register for a new one. No receipt needed without having to go through customer service. That's easy. My scammer brain immediately questioned what was stopping people from just bringing two alike things up front, claiming you bought one and just needed the correct size. I never acted on this idea, but assuming they have a pretty lax loss prevention team would be an easy scam. When it came to regular returns with receipt, you could return virtually anything, anytime with absolutely no cap. They now sell beauty products. They didn't when I worked there. And I assume this would be similar to the whole food scam someone wrote in about, except you could return an entirely empty lotion and they'd have to accept it. (laughs) I love. I love that. I wish they sold Aesop. On top of this super generous return policy, virtually everything at Kohl's is on, quote, sale. So you can scam them, but really they're scamming you. Marking shit up, constantly sending coupons slash giving coupons as you check out. Not very Earth Day friendly. So before you know it, you're in Kohl's literally every weekend buying something. Kohl's clothes are trash without exception, cheap as fuck, usually ugly in their own special way and literally fall apart after one wash. Frankly, Mary-Kate and Ashley are complete sellouts for getting a line at Kohl's. This is bottom of the barrel shit, but will I go buy it? Absolutely. Will I get some kind of ridiculous discount? Definitely. Happy scamming. Wow. I think most of the Kohl's customers are in on the joke, but they're getting great deals because Kohl's is all about a deal. Are they really in on the joke, though? I think so. The majority of Kohl's? We should... That's a fun episode. Go to Kohl's and just interview people coming and going. Be like, do you realize what you're buying is trash? And then see how many people agree. Yeah. We should do it. <sighs> Babe cult leader. Hey, Lara. Longtime listener, first time emailer. Just reaching out to let you know that if you haven't watched the documentary, Holy Hell, currently on Netflix, you really need to. It's about this babe cult started in WeHo called Buddha Field that had a babe cult leader, Michelle, that basically was an out-of-work actor who would parade around in Speedos and Ray-Bans and make his cult members work out excessively and abstain from sex, caffeine, alcohol, drugs, and red meat. The list of weird AF things he would make them do included building an aviary, massaging him, learning intense ballet routines, and forcing them to perform for each other. I'm only halfway through it now and felt compelled to reach out. Anyways, had to share. It's a great watch and a great example of another cult babe, Love and Light. I've seen wow. this, Doc. I have, have you? I want to. It's good. What I love? You'd love. There's also like a gay porn contingency to it. Fun. Yeah. Well, WeHo. I sense. went on a few dates with a guy that lived next to a guy that was in this cult. I, or the guy, I think he lived next to the guy that made the documentary. So I asked him a lot of questions about it. I want to. I'm going to watch it. It's good. Oh, that was a very useful re- reader mail for me. That's a great reader mail, and also they love they love like standing in rivers and like holding hands. Sort of like a like a re- like a Christian rebirth kind of what is it baptizing? Mm, Born kind again of, Christian? but not really. God, I don't know the name for that. That the scene in movies when you baptism. dunk in the river baptism. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, rebapt new. I'm very very ignorant about religion. Everyone, I just want to let everyone know that. It's actually an embarrassing spot in my life. What? My lack of knowledge about religion. Like I know so little, it's shocking and it's not cute. Is it just because you My parents You didn't raised grow up us religious? Like essentially agnostic with like and then I remember once they like were like, You should see what church is like. 
they brought us to like a Sunday service and we left like without after 20 minutes. Just, you were like, this is boring. They were too. We were all just like, this is boring. Like whatever. Yeah. And, Sunday church is like not, which exciting. is great. But then, then I just kind of was like, Ugh, whatever, like religion is evil throughout my life, which a lot of it is, but a lot of it isn't. And as a result, I never read the Bible. I never took any classes on it. Like, I just don't know that much. Maybe you should go back to school for religious studies and then get wow. like, really well-versed in it. Just like get really into it. Get like a PhD in religion. Start, like, teaching. Just not even. No, just, just, just to for know. my knowledge. Yeah. Good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, wow, I know a lot about this I actually thing. know. to talk about it. In two years. Guys, I'm coming back to let you know I know a lot about religion. Now. Yeah. Come back to the pod and then share. And we'll it's t- specifically Christianity that I don't know a lot about. Other what do you need to know? Nothing right now. I'm fine for now. Oh, so you don't want to know anything? Not like on like this moment at the pop. At like this if we're moment. out somewhere and I'm like, who's that again? Like, what's that saint? Well, if you want to ask me about Christianity, know I know a lot about it. Okay. So I'm here who's as a like, resource. Who's the hottest person in Christianity? Jesus. No one's hotter? No one's hotter. You've seen pics? Yeah, he's sexy. None of them, none of the other 12 people. Jesus is the hottest. Right. He's meant to be the hottest. Okay. Who's like the ugliest? I'd say Judas is probably the ugliest. Okay. Hmm. Do you like David and Goliath? David and Goliath, they're Old Testament. They're lawlers. In Judaism, they'd be in that. But they're lawlers. Goliath, not much of a lawler. Okay. David, kind of a lawler. David's had a long journey that you can follow. You know, that's something you could Testament. really send me on Old Testament or New Testament. I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. We, I went Quiz to like, <laughs> I went to, um, I was part of like a Bible, like competition, like a Bible verse competition mm-hmm. that you can join when you're in, when you grow up in like Christian churches or at least like the Baptist church that I went to. And I can't remember the name of it, but it's like they like the whole competition was like someone would be like, look up Luke thirteen ten, and then it's whoever could get there the fastest like oh would win. That's something that I see referenced everywhere. Obviously, the chapters, right? Yeah, verses, chapters, and I literally have never even taken the time to be like, I should look at one. Never. Wow, you're just like not a Bible person. Yeah, and I see them like. Even in like Instagram bios where it's like God is great and it's like Sam twenty two eighteen Sam. two <laughs> Trevor thirteen six <laughs> Hayden fourteen verse nine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like Cassandra ninety eight ninety eight two hundred twenty one fourteen. <laughs> Edward, 93, verse 27. There's got to be an Edward somewhere. There's not. (gasps) Edward's not very, like, Old or New Testament. That is rude to me. Actually, it's cool. I'm fine with that. I don't know. There were also songs for all the Bible verses. Greek myths. Oh, there are? Yeah. So, Luke 12, 11. Give me the song. No, it was songs for, like, the books of the Bible. So, there were, like, catchy songs to remember them. Name one. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts, and the verse of the Romans. First and second Corinthians, Galatians, and Ephesians. First and second Thessalonians. Oh, my God. And it was, like, first and second Timothy, Titus, and Philians. Hebrews and the book of James, first and second, the 
Peter, first and second, third, John, Jude, and Revelation. And that was like all the New Testament. I probably didn't get all of them right, but I can, and I cannot believe that I just Do you decided like the that. Jude chapter? Is it fun? Jude? Yeah. I don't remember what happens in Jude. About- Revelation is exciting because it basically is like, this is the end of the world. It's really gruesome and fucked up. Yeah, like, be careful. Well, no, it's just like, this is what's going to happen when the world ends. That basically, like, the rapture where all the believers will get taken and then everyone else that, like, doesn't believe in Jesus and God and anyone who hasn't been baptized will just be left behind. I love how religions are just like, if you believe us, you're fine, but everyone else is wrong. Yeah. This is, like, trades on that. So this is where they really drive it home in the final chapter of the Bible. That's why missionaries think they're saving people, which is yeah. the wildest concept to me. The missionary that got killed on that island? Ugh, he's that a, was a story. one of the biggest babes. Question mark. Yeah. Actually, period. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you? Like, that is so arrogant and stupid. Well, like, you're in it. I mean, he got what he deserved. Blind by, yeah, he's dead. i love being like i'm it's not gonna be like that for me like they're really gonna listen to me he's like it's been like wow everyone has been killed people are like don't go zero language second they see someone they kill them but for me they're gonna it's gonna be different in the name of jesus it's worth it yeah and also like i tried what if you were dating that guy there was someone dating him and they were like he was really nice i'm sure he was nice (laughs) (laughs) he's too nice he's too nice Ugh, that drives me crazy. That's my worst like fear in dating someone is like you date a guy or a woman and then they decide that they want to go out to the island of all the natives that kill anyone that come to the island that are specifically like, do not come here, we'll fucking kill you. And then they're like, babe, I got to do it. Like, I know, it's like literally I have to. Yeah. If I don't, forget it that's like the free solo guy where it's like it's like a free solo situation where you're just like can you just not do this please no i have to you're like the free solo thing makes way more sense than going to an island where it's like you're gonna kill you but it's kind of the same thing if you think about it Mm, you can have like talent like he did and like make it through yeah but you could also just like fucking plummet to your death and die i mean it's Definitely, like, it's you're high, putting you first and your journey first. It's really high stakes and a you journey. Yeah. Not, like, a us journey or a no, we journey. There's no us in it's just like, Solo. There's no us in, like, or you going to the man. island, man. No. Missionary work plays on us. Like, it's, like, for the community, but it's not really. It's, like, you feel better about yourself when you spread. Yeah. And you're serving, like, you're actually just serving the religion. And you think you're going to, like, get, like, a cooler, like, penthouse in heaven or something. It's, like... My way into heaven is going to be like a lot chiller because I've done this. Yeah, I saved like thirty three people. You know, it's like that's pretty good. I'm 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 sat like my little like indiscretion with my wife is like fine now because I saved those people. Mm-hmm. So like outweighs like I ran over like a dog like it's cool. <laughs> like I saved those people, <laughs> converted them. Yeah, and now they believe. So on the hierarchy of what's like worth, like what's good and what's not good is fascinating to me. I'd love some babe reader mail on that. Actually. It's not really like, like trumps that. At all. It's not like that really in Christian, like certain churches, I guess are like that or certain like religions. Like Catholicism I think isn't the one that you can just apologize and everything's fine. Right. Yeah. But love Catholicism <laughs> is kind of different than like Christianity. Yeah. I mean, it is, like, but I've it's, sinned. Yeah. Like, cool, but like Baptist, it's like, you just need to believe in God 
and like get baptized and believe and that you're fine. Jesus died. You'll go for to heaven sins. if you're baptized. I will go to heaven. So literally, you can just kill. You can be a murderer, but as long as you're baptized, you're good. Yeah, like my That's mom. Insane. My mom told me once she was like when Jeffrey Dahmer killed oh all those no. people, <gasps> and then he went to jail. But in jail, he found God and like I think got baptized and became a Christian. And she was like. Jeffrey Dahmer killed a lot of people. Now he's a Christian, so he's going to go to heaven. Oh and I was like, that's fucking wild. But that's love. Insane. I love Linda. Love that's that for insane. him. That's the. Wow. But think about it. Anyone can like find like peace or like just because you've done a bunch of really terrible stuff doesn't mean that you can't like find some sort of well, peace or make your peace with the world. So it's like. Yeah, we're so you're just, just like, we're all going to just die. It's going to be, you're going to be in the dirt. I do believe in spiritual energy, though. Yeah. Like, I think, I believe, what I, I believe, believe in is in so me. arbitrary. Like, I'm not a believer in certain things, and other things, I'm like, yes, they're ghosts. What do, wait, what do you believe? I believe in ghosts. Okay, yeah, I believe in ghosts, too. I don't believe in heaven or hell. So you believe what happens when you, what happens when you die? I think mostly you just, like, turn into, like, the dirt. But I do think, like, you, there's spiritual or, like, physical energy that can chill i don't really know a lot about it i'm still researching mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> well i have are a you ghost hard at story. work researching every day i did i ever tell my ghost story on here no should i, I tell it so. as an ending tell it yeah so this is what truly made me a believer of ghosts i didn't really believe before so when i was 23 I was at NYU or 22 or something. So NYU was like a Tuesday. I like remember everything very clearly. Mm-hmm. I was in class with my friend, Justin Stefano, and he was not a believer either. And we just randomly, it was like summertime or like late spring. Cause like the days were long. So it was like, we got out of like a late afternoon class. The sun was still up. It was like kind of, it wasn't like fully dark. And then we were like, let's just see like a random movie. So we went to the union square movie theater and we saw ghost ship of mm-hmm. all movies which is like a, such a funny twist yeah but also makes other people like not believe me when i tell them the story mm-hmm. so i think ghost ship had been out for a while and like it wasn't juliana margulies's like best work so it wasn't like people weren't like lining up to see it but we went in and so the theater is this is important that i have to like paint the scene for you you need to yeah. see you need to know what it looked like and like what type of theater it is because not all theaters are created equal and this was the kind that, like, the back was sloped, and the front half, like, where you walk in, is, like, pretty much flat. It might be, like, a little bit sloped, but it's pretty much flat. Whereas the back is, like, the, the mm-hmm. bigger slope. Mm-hmm. So all the people that were there, which wasn't a lot, maybe, like, 20, were in the back sloping part. We decided that we were just going to, like, we needed our space. So we were going to be in the front flat section, but towards the back of it, because you don't want to be too close. Yeah. So it's also important that you know that the seats go all the way to the ground, and that all the armrests are p- pushed up by the cleaners or whatever. So it's like when you walk in there, all this when it's like been cleaned, like all the armrests are up, and that there's no under, there's no way under the seats because they're fully, f- they're to the ground. The okay. back is, and the seat goes down. And mm-hmm. then there's, I don't know how it works, but that is true. Okay. So then we go down. We go like maybe two or three down rows down and I sit in the aisle and he we leave a seat between us because we really want to like spread so I did something that's like not the coolest move but we were young and I like put my feet up in the like armrest we like pushed them down with our legs we each did and we just like fully like spread out like like 
I like, love a spread. I know. I love it, but it's like also just like so obnoxious. But how old were you? Like 22. And also the theater was There was not no one full. there. There was no one That's there. That's fine to spread. That's what I think too, but you know, someone might take issue with it. So what? Just, it's Earth Day, okay? If you take issue with a spread in an empty theater, you're a fucking idiot. I agree, but I didn't want to say that because I just, you know, there's a lot of sensitive readers too. Guess what? You can be sensitive, but if you're sensitive about a theater spread, like my favorite thing was to go and then put up all the armrests and lay down. Oh, uh, how do you see? You do you lean into prop. the aisle with your head? No, sort of I would prop and then lay or lay head on a lap. Wow. So just think about that. Anyways, go on. So anyways, we're watching the movie and it's not scary. It's just like trashy, like whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. 20 to 30 minutes into the movie, a man comes into the theater who's probably late 40s, early 50s looks disheveled in a suit like his tie wasn't fully like up mm-hmm. like kind of just looked drunk or something yeah like a businessman yeah businessy like financy or something yeah like salt and pepper hair like an like, older businessman who's like having a rough day yeah rough day businessman like, okay just like gen- not i remembered his face for like 10 years but like i can't like i wouldn't be able to sketch it anymore mm-hmm. unfortunately unless i got i don't know i, I can work on that but he was like, I think he was like decently cute. Okay. So he like comes in, but like we made no, because it's like an odd time to come into the movie and like kind of make a like shuffle scene. Yeah. Especially when it's empty. It's like, there's so many seats that you can pick, but he mm-hmm. was like pacing up and down the aisle, like kind of like looking like just sort of sloppy. Mm-hmm. And then out of all the seats, he chose the seat right in front of us, except remember I'm the aisle. There's an empty one. Then it's Justin. Mm-hmm. But he chose the seat in front of our empty one. So one seat in from the aisle. Okay. But when he came in, he sort of collapsed into the seat and like flopped over the the arm like rest and was sort of like, and then became utterly motionless instantly. Mm-hmm. And his eyes were wide open, not blinking and not facing the screen. And he was totally lit by the screen for us because of the cracks between Where the were seats. his eyes? They were like kind of staring like, like that, like like sideways. Like, like they were like just sort of like I think his gaze was probably going into the seat in front of him because he wasn't fully up in the seat. He was he was slouched. like slouched. Okay, yeah, scary. And like because they're flush on the ground, his legs were like kind of on the ground in like a disheveled way. And we were like, that's really fucking weird. And we were like already kind of like that put us on edge because mm-hmm. we we're just like, what the fuck? Why is he so close? Why did he to pick us? that? Why is he not looking at the screen? Yeah. So we start. Like, I think we give it, like, three minutes of, like, weirdo, you know, like, whatever. And then we're, like, kind of, like, it's, we can really see him pretty clearly because of the the way the seats are curved. Like, I had a view to one diagonal of him and mm-hmm. Justin had a view of another. And then it started, we started, like, focus more. And we're, like, what's going on with him? Like, it's really weird. And then we started, like, very closely focusing on him and being, like, he's not moving, like, at all. And I even, like, leaned over the seat and waved my hand in front of his face and nothing happened. No. Yes. He didn't blink. Nothing. So he was, like, catatonic. So then we full-blown, our hearts start racing like crazy. And we're, like, oh, my God, he's dead. We're, like, he's dead. He yeah. had a heart attack. Like, how insane is that? We start panicking. Mind you, I'm closer to the man than we are right now. Okay. Like, he's, like, you know, we're, like, Oh my God, what do we do? We're like panicking, panicking. Our, our senses are like heightened. You know, like when you're in like a scared situation, you're like, you remember it forever and you're like aware of every fucking thing. Yeah. I literally, we then are like literally turned for 
under a second and say like, should we get help? And we look at each other and we're like, let's do it. And the second we look back, he's gone. Like that, like a snap, fully gone. There's no, we literally then jump up, start running around, patting the ground, looking everywhere. It's, there's no sign of him. There's nowhere he could have crawled. He couldn't physically have run fast enough. We would have noticed it. The seats didn't rock. The armrest didn't move. He just was fully, fully gone. Fully gone. Ghost. Ghost. I mean, there's, uh, we didn't think he was a ghost until like when something literally vanishes in front of your eyes like that, then you're like, I don't know what the explanation is other than ghost. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, that was what, I never saw anything like it again. And that's what truly made me believe there was a ghost. We were so rattled. Afterwards, we went to like quiz people that worked there and we found out that like a few years earlier, a man had had a heart attack in that theater and died. So then I had a theory that maybe we were just seeing a re- like a sort of like energy reenactment of it and like that we just happened to see. But then we like chain smoked a cigarette and like freaked out and we were like ghost believers from then on out. And I now swear by it because there's no way. No, we hadn't. We were not high. We had not drank any alcohol. I wasn't tired. I it was like and seven you, p.m. It you was both like, saw it. We both saw it. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. Like we could both agree that what happens not possible. Yeah. And there was no way for all the way the seats are shaped. Everything. It's just not possible. <sighs> That's scary as fuck. I love it though. So so after you die, you believe that you could come back as a ghost. Do you believe in reincarnation? Mm, I'm on the fence. I'm a sure. believer of reincarnation. Like, yeah, why not? I'll, I'll give that one. I don't believe in heaven or hell, but I believe you come back in some way, shape, or form. Like, your soul is like, it might take a long time. It might take a really short time. Your soul I do. Lives I also on. feel like it would be insane that there isn't a form of life in the universe anywhere. It just doesn't make sense. I don't necessarily think that all the sightings here are real. Like crop things, like those crop patterns I don't really know or was believe. You believe in aliens. Stuff. But I'm like, there has to be an alien. There just has to. Uh, yeah, the universe is literally a ton of different galaxies. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Every no. star is a sun. Yeah. There's literally at, like different. I also believe that the earth is flat and I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love that doc. Um, the flat earther stock is major. What other things are there? I don't believe in voodoo. I do. I don't. What other ones? I don't believe in like curses. I definitely do. You believe in witchcraft? Not really. I guess not. Sorry. Don't I'm apologize like, su- to me. I'm supportive of it. Apologize to all the witches. I'm like totally supportive of it. And I'm like, I'd love to see some proof. Like I need a, like a similar ghost experience, but with a rich who's like, check out this, what I'm about to do right now. Okay, I have another reader mail. Because I'm right now obsessed with cancer fakers. Oh. They're one of my favorite breeds of babes. Is it because of that documentary on Hulu? With a mom? Oh, the act. I love love that story. I'm a huge act head. An actor, as I call myself. (laughs) And I'm a big fan. I highly recommend that show. Okay. It's great. Hi, Lara and guest. Carrie, Graydon, Ed, Tierney, whoever you are, I love you. It's your favorite Kim Davis impersonating skirt shitter. Back at it with another story for you. Let me start off by saying how much I worship you in all your pods. I've been going through the roof of mental health shit lately, and your pods are honestly a voice in the darkness. I'm writing because your discussion of cancer fakers with Graydon reminded me of my high school days and one of the strangest trolls of my life. When I was in high school, I came out of the closet and fell in love with a friend of mine. We all did the same extracurricular shit and hung out all the time. I was head over heels obsessed and I never told him, which was super fun for me. 
Anyway, the summer before our senior year, he told some friends and I that he had been diagnosed with skin cancer and it was pretty serious. We were all very dramatic high schoolers, so there were tears and he got all sorts of attention. He had kind of a Tom Schwartz floppy likable vibe, so everyone loved him and basically bought what he was saying hook, line, and sinker. I never really brought it up when we would hang out because I was like, this dude has cancer. He probably doesn't want to talk about it. And no one else really did either. He would mention it rarely and give us the vaguest updates, but our whole friend group was pretty obviously concerned about it. The only time it really ever came up between the two of us was after he first told me when we got into a fight on AIM one night, lol, high school. We were bickering about something the day before I was set to go on a family vacation. He ended our argument by saying, well, enjoy your trip. I have to go into surgery tomorrow. Hope I'm here to see you when you're back and logging off. This was a blindside and totally freaked me out. Then he didn't reply to my texts for days. I spent the first few days in my family vacation worried that some boy I was in love with had died in some mysterious surgery. It was that kind of drama. Wild. When I finally heard from him, he said he was fine and things went well. That's it. Probably because I was so in love with him, I didn't pry into it more. Another time he told all of us that there was some surgery that he needed, but he wasn't sure if he even wanted to have it. Then everyone had to try and convince him to have the surgery to save his own life. (laughs) It was insane. He sounds gay, like the drama. There was no missed school, and I don't think there was more than maybe one day that ever went by without someone from our group seeing him. It doesn't really sound like someone who has a life-threatening cancer and needed surgery to survive. There isn't really a solid ending to the story because there was no grand reveal or anything. It wasn't until a few years after high school that all of my friends and I began to openly talk about how the cancer scare lasted about two months and then never really came up again. None of us know for sure if he really had cancer or not, but we're all leaning towards no just because there was never any sort of proof. Never a doctor's visit, a missed day of school, or a bandage in sight to indicate some sort of skin issue. (laughs) This is a big deal because we were the kind of friend group in high school that hung out together constantly. So if one of us so much as had a dentist appointment, we knew about it. Never once seen a glimpse of proof is definitely a red flag. After high school, I moved away for college and he did too. We haven't seen each other for five or six years, but our 10-year high school anniversary is coming up this June and he's already reached out to see if I'd be there. I'm going to be in town that same time, so I'll obviously be seeing him. Do I ask him about it? How does one question the validity of someone else's alleged cancer scam from over a decade ago without sounding like a crazy person? Let me know your thoughts and feel free to drag me if I'm the crazy person for questioning someone else's supposed cancer diagnosis. Love you, mean it. That's why you're anonymously writing. Yeah, I think you should definitely bring you it up. Just be like, have you had any more scares? I wouldn't always think about you and how hard that was. Be like, I had a mole removed and I thought about your skin cancer. You bring a lie to the table. Yeah, you, you bring, bring a, a lie to the table <laughs> to prompt the liar or potential liar yeah. to like talk about his own lies. Then like randomly he bring, p- pulls out like a receipt from the doctor to be like, look. Because my thought reading this email now is that maybe he just had a weird mole removed. Yeah. And so he was dramatic and was like, skin cancer. Like, I'm yeah. going to die. Like, and just wanted to like heighten the drama. The doctor might not have known what it was for like a couple of days. And then he heightened it and then just didn't backtrack. Yeah. Or he's just like straight up lying. Like a psycho. Yeah. I don't, I feel like I want to say that 14 would be really young to get skin cancer or like a teenage year. Like I feel like it's more of like a thirties to like death scenario. You never know. know. I definitely think you should like broach the subject. Yeah. Get him really drunk and then make him gay. 
What happened? Yeah, what happened? I want to know. Also, maybe you have. This is your chance. Yeah. Is he still hot? If he's hot and Update. you want to fuck, just be like, don't bring it up. Be like, come is good for your skin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I heard has You're anti-cancer <laughs> agents in it. Come, my come. <laughs> Like I literally went to the doctor this week and they were like <laughs> tested my cum and they were like, whoa, we found a, a new fucking cure. Yeah. We're they were like, it. yeah, you should bring a crazy lie to the yeah. table. That's like, my, cum I is thought of you revolutionary. I think of you every time I jerk off because I come and I have like, my doctors told me my cum has like <laughs> anti-cancer <laughs> cells. It's like really therapeutic for people. Yeah. Be like, I've been putting my cum, like, I found like, a weird so fast, mole though. on my leg, and I just started <laughs> putting my cum on it, and it went away. Do you have anywhere on you that I could come on? <laughs> do you have any need for throat cancer? Do you have, if you have any, if you have a sore throat, just let, let me come in. I'll it. prevent you from anything happening. Yeah. You can still smoke, and with my cum, you're fine. Yeah. You have to guzzle my cum. Yeah. You have to gargle with it. <laughs> If you're a smoker. Do you have colon cancer? Because I know a really good cure yeah. for that. Yeah. A really huge cure. A huge. The doctors said the throat and colon were the areas that had the best healing. Skin, skin too. Skin too. But yeah. Any sort of face cancer yeah. Yeah. or eye cancer. Yeah. I could really help you out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so good with like lung cancer. Yeah. Lung cancer is going to be hard. It's hard. It's a real killer. <laughs> it is a killer cancer. But I can't. Blood cancer, also tough. Leukemia, also tough. I can try. I can try. You can try it out. I just can't guarantee. Quite. You could inject it if you wanted to. I'd be into that. But mostly, I'd be game to help you with any sort of skin cancer issues, a throat cancer issue, or a colon cancer. I love that. Let me know. Yeah. Well, let me know how this goes. Yeah, I'm excited. I need cancer faker updates. And if anyone else has a cancer faker in their life. Email me, babepodcast at gmail.com. Follow Ed on Instagram at Edrosty. There's so many questions that I, I actually really just want the answers. I asked, I think, 10 questions. Yeah. So you asked a lot of questions. I just know that your readers are really informed. They're and they informed, love to engaged. Back, they love a report back. Which I love. They love a circle back. Yeah. They love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you for being my guest today. Of course. It was nice to have you back always happy spring i'm like getting ready to go outside and experience more flowers happy earth day i know happy earth day to you too thank you i'm going to celebrate by taking a really long hot shower you should i'm that's yeah yeah okay you deserve that thank you all right guys bye everyone bye love and light When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.